Staff Artists, welcome to Mad Science Films. I'm Jimmy P, filmmaker and sexual astronaut. And as ever, I'm joined by my sprightly co-host. James Morrissey, one half of the Mad Science Films team. Guys, remember, if you enjoy the Mad Science Film content, then I want to subscribe to our YouTube channel and come follow us on Facebook. Any comments, leave those in the comment section down below. Let's crack on with the show. Nice. Please, also, guys, check out our fourth feature film for free on youtube just search for little monster or click on the link in the show notes below this week we're campaigning for a forgotten masterpiece of genre cinema to be given the exquisite blu-ray treatment and joy of joys we've got another viewer recommendation guys you don't know how much we love having viewer oh. recommendations thank you so much so this one comes from fellow filmmaker sean o'connor what i definitely would recommend is check out his american werewolf in london inspired short film London Lycanthrope. Uh, we'll drop links in the show notes below. So there, definitely worth a watch. Do you know what? There's hundreds of like fan films out there about Batman and all that crap. There should be more American Werewolf in London fan films. And so thank you, Sean, for uh, yeah producing that. He reached out over Instagram actually, uh, and he was talking about his love for bums. Remember bums? <laughs> yeah. So again. He was like, I didn't know anybody else knew about bums. And I was like, we know bums. Sean has gifted us Chains from 1989, directed by Roger J. Barsky. So Sean actually gave us a whole bunch of different ones, but you know, I kind of cherry picked. And so with this one. So Jim, are you ready for the really cheap synopsis that IMDB have, have given us? This is like a panel of synopsis. Yeah. All right, ready? This movie is similar to Assault, Assault. I'm going to start that again. This movie is similar to Assault on Precinct 13 and The Warriors, where there are waves of crazy, ferocious gang members who try to capture and pillage the building where some young, lost teenage partygoers have been left stranded. Yeah. I'm not sure they're teenagers. I mean, I would no. say the like the, the their opening scene would suggest they're a lot older. But, yeah, uh, fine dining and looking to go to a jazz club after. I mean, that's a bit. I mean, like I wasn't a teenager in the eighties. Maybe that's what American teenagers did in the eighties. Yeah. Who knows? Possibly. Who knows? Awesome. So, Jimothy, mm. is this a first time watch for you? This is a first time watch for me, and I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm guilty because I love these kind of films. We've we've mentioned this before. I love these siege kind movies. Of yeah, siege movies, uh, lawless cities up against it. You know, the odds are stacked against you. A lot of Carpenter vibes, I think, with this one, um, and definitely inspired by Warriors. Uh, you just can't deny that, can you? Really, with the beginning, you know, yes. gang being shot, and then uh, you know, um, by Gita, our. Uh, because he's what was the name of the gang he's a part of the rippers or something was yeah, it the yeah. ripper from the gang. so yeah so he's obviously i mean i don't want to spoil it too much but yeah, that was he, a spoiler but yeah 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 yeah, yeah. It uh, was a pretty obvious spoiler but the film sets yeah, up yeah, a big yeah. reveal and you're like yeah all right yeah kind of knew that was coming um so yeah i mean it, it looked great i uh, i love i love the whole production of it um the lighting very escape from your kind of vibe with that yeah, yeah um some really good scenes of violence um and a and a real attempt at some drama like 
it's um like the whole thing with 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 the guys in the car so, so you've got the two the two couples they get lost on the in in this um in, in chicago the city and they come across this guitar and there's this kind of like do we leave him but but he's going to get killed do we save him so all these kind of questions you know these these human questions um stuff with the girlfriend and uh paul saves gita but at the cost of his girlfriend so yeah so um it wasn't all gravy the acting left a little bit uh you know paul the the character paul uh the actor there he's he, he did really sell it did he 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 came across a bit flat um and i don't know whether that was the, the direction possibly because i think it was the first time uh directing for roger Barsky, if i'm not too mistaken yeah it looks like the first and only time yeah yeah so it could it could have been down to that i i don't know but you know i kind of glossed over that a bit i didn't let it get to be too much because it was a very fun film um i liked towards the end spoilers here i like towards the end as well it, it almost went a bit eight bits uh game kind of fashion when it went like boss level up to like the dead man so i was yeah. like yeah okay here we go and then of course you got the backlit guy with a fucking shotgun coming through and it's like oh lovely yeah. um i also picked up on and and i didn't done this um done the imdb search for it but i noticed with the with the music there was some sound elements there mm -hmm. which was used and I thought, what, where have I heard this before? Mm. And I thought that that's from Cyborg with Van Damme, right? So, the, so I thought, is it the same composer? And it is the same composer. It's so it's a time period as well, isn't it? This yeah, is 1989, of course. So, so Kevin Bassinson, I'm, I, I might put you the surname there. He composed Cyborg before this one. So I just wonder where he had a few sound elements left left on the he desk was, he was doing yeah 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 like a james Horner, isn't it? kind of ripping himself off yeah 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 so uh so that was quite cool to kind of pick up on that as well so um yeah it was good fun mate. I, I really enjoyed it you know good pick good title yeah good stuff I yeah it. i think i'm with you i i don't think i loved it quite as much as you did um and it comes back to a similar problem i had with one of your picks dead end city where i just didn't care about the characters that much i didn't care that much yeah. about the couple and i think you're right i think that must be <coughs> down to either the acting or the directing for the actors so you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Acting, i'm not necessarily blaming it all on the actors it could well have been the direction too but i think yeah, you're right there was, they set up enough meaty stuff stuff in the script you know with the couples mm -hmm. and the again slight spoilers the pregnancy and and like you said you know he saved the gang member's life at the cost of his girlfriend and it just didn't land for me and i think yeah it was either yeah, yeah 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 um yeah. and and you know the cast and crew both of them they didn't do a huge amount outside of this film either so um i think gita was the guy who probably went on to have most of a career in tv i don't know whether mm. there were big roles or not it's american tv shows i i haven't oh. seen um yeah but yeah they it didn't quite land for me um but yeah as i say the concept was great i wasn't bored so you know again you know the acting was a bit uh, ropey so it didn't quite land for me so i didn't quite care about the characters as much as i should have done so i wasn't gripped mm. But I wasn't bored. Um, there were some great, like little bits, little, little like supporting characters, like the prostitute at the beginning when they're asking for directions, and she's like, "Directions? Do I look like a roadmap?" And I'm like, "Yes, yes, that's brilliant. I love that. I love the shadowy big boss who, who was the woman in the limo, and that didn't quite pay yeah, off. I was hoping for more from that. Um, yeah, yeah. 
But hey, um, and yeah, you know, like the um, the Poundland Commando <laughs> at the end, the Dead Man. That was that was great. Um, but I kind of just didn't again didn't quite land. Like they made such a big. I, th- I, th- I think the thing is, I think the thing is, they had a they had a decent script, and I think with some good direction, some good acting, it could have been a lot better. Absolutely, mm. like, you know what I mean. It really could have stood out. Yeah, particularly in that in that era with, with with the amount of siege films that have been before it and after it. So yeah, yeah they definitely yeah, it, it's definitely found one. I think uh, the scriptwriters actually went on to have quite a big career, and that wouldn't surprise me based on this script. I think again, yeah, yeah. they set up a lot. The director, mm-hmm. this was his only directorial credit. He's got like a very small, I think, either camera or lighting credit on another feature. Yeah. Um, and that was it. So perhaps Roger J. Barsky decided, you know, directing wasn't for him or... Too much hard work, this directing, Malaki. Too much I'm, hard I'm work. I'm only guessing. I'm only guessing. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. As I say, I love the concept. I love Siege movies. Um, so mm. yeah, overall, I'm glad I've seen <laughs> it. Um, mm. I've, I've definitely done, based on the poster, uh, I, you know, it is a meme and uh, I'm going to throw, I've, I've already made it, I haven't sent it to you yet, Jim, I'm going to throw it up here in the video. Uh, you know the meme where it's like, mum, can I get the Warriors? And then it's like, the mum says, no, we have the Warriors at home. And then the Warriors at home is the chains post. So <laughs> that, that's what this felt like to, to me. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And yeah, like, I think that's the thing. If you take this as a budget version of Assault on Precinct 13 with the siege movie mentality, mm. with the Warriors definitely with the opening, with Commando and everything like that, and you're okay with this and you're okay mm. with a bit of rough acting, then then you're going to have a good time with this. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Awesome. Okay, cool. so Jim, who do you think is best place to put this bad boy out on Blu-ray for us? What well, we got it's, it, it's I think 88101 it's 80s violence action mm. i think definitely uh also you got code red uh they do a lot of action uh from the 80s to the mercenary fighters and all that kind of malarkey so i think they'll be best placed there uh yeah there's a few it's one of those ones i think is slotting in a few um yeah. big label to be honest i think, so, yeah. I think that's a nice thing because it's not full-on horror it's more of like a suspenser mm. kind of thing action movies yeah. yeah i think it fits nicely in a few different ones um i mean there's the obvious arrow but I'm not sure it's yeah. big, big enough profile for them. You know, sometimes, yeah. you know, a producer will kind of pick up in a film and give it that amazing uh, Blu-ray treatment, which you're not quite sure the film deserves, but still. Um, yeah. Otherwise, I'd go with Vinegar Syndrome, because again, yeah. you know, they put out some really quality 80s, low-budget action stuff. So mm-hmm. that, I can imagine that fitting in well. And I really want to know more about the filmmaker. You know, it'd be great if you could get the cast back together again. Not just the prostitute, yeah, yeah. but the other characters as well. That would be nice. Um, and yeah, you know, let's let's find out about this film. Let's find out why Roger, you know, didn't go on and make more films. Um, and also, yeah, I think it'd be great because, um, and it's completely escaping me now, but because the scriptwriters went on to do like some bigger budget stuff, it would be so much fun to get them in the room and kind of ask them, you know, what what happened with this film? Did this lead to other gigs, which you know sent you, you know, on your filmmaking journey? So that would be a cool thing. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. Cool. So Jim, you've watched Chains. You want to follow it up, you know? You need a little bit more movie action in your life. What are you yeah. looking for? I mean, there's the obvious assault on Precinct 13 and Warriors, we just mentioned them. Uh, there's also Judgment Night with Emilio Estevez. 
Damn it, uh, snap. <laughs> this is gonna... really short recommendations from me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's that as well. Really cool film. I think, when was that? Is that early 90s? Uh, I want to go, yeah, 92, 93, maybe. 92. Maybe it's late, it's 93. Judgment. Yeah, so it's close to that kind of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. Uh, really good film. Good cast as well in that as well. Got Cuban mm-hmm. Jr. and Dennis Leary. Uh, and, I've, and I've thrown in Dead End City. That's, that's all my recommendations. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, the Warriors, oh, Judgment Night, Dead End City. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mate. Well, there we go. There we go. Yeah, the Warriors, <laughs> because, yes, the opening, you will have deja vu from the opening of both films. Judgment yeah. Night, because you have that kind of middle-class people in urban threat scenario. And Dead yeah. End City, because of the Siege movie, Thing at the end, you know, uh, Dead End City, very much like a factory warehouse type of thing. So, yeah, yeah. What I will, what I will jump back and say, actually, um, where I think it excels a bit better than Dead End City is the use of the warehouse location. You know, in in the ways that they actually are dispatching the gang. I thought that was yeah above and, and I, I, I quite, Yeah, and I I quite like the fact that they use their suburban. Uh, education to kind of rival yeah. these thugs as well, you know, the use of knowledge of chemicals and making these uh, these bombs. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it was yeah. something a bit different, you know, rather than them running around with machine guns back. Yeah, yeah. That, that's why it kind of made it stand out slightly. Yeah, it was like the Home Alone. There you go. That's yeah, yeah. my recommendation. <laughs> home, home Alone. alone. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Awesome. There you go. That was Chains from 1981. Have you guys, apart from you, Sean, have you guys seen Chains? What did you guys think? What do you think would go well in a double bill with Chains? And also, are there any other films that you think we should check out and campaign for the beautiful Blu-ray treatment? Honestly, guys, we are loving your recommendations, so keep them coming. Chains was not a film I probably would have found if it wasn't for Sean giving me the heads up on it. So thank you, Sean. Cool. And Jim, what else can these beautiful, beautiful people do? So guys, (laughs) if you like this video, then please hit the like button. Uh, if you've enjoyed the Mad Science Films content, then why not come subscribe us on uh, YouTube? Come follow us on Facebook and any comments, leave us in the comment section down below. Thank you and goodbye. <laughs>